0: How are you today, Sandy? Welcome to the Real Ideal Podcast. I'm Amy Tokas, coming from Omaha.
1: And I am Sandy Lane. It's saying to Amy, you know what? It's all good. I, you know, no complaints. Little dusting needs to be done. Dog needs to be walked. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk. I love podcast day. I do too. It's so, um, I don't know. I
0: It's always fun. And I will tell you our topic today, she's so vain. I've been thinking about this for the last month and I'm super excited. And today, if you're watching the video, you can see I'm turned around. It's because my house is empty. And so I'm facing the other direction. I didn't have to close the curtains and all that stuff to
1: have privacy. <laughs> so
0: today I'm sitting the other way, and you can. It's. Um, it looks
1: good. I told Amy I love the water feature in the back; is very soothing as I talk to her. You know. I know. Usually I have birds in there and squirrels, so you might see that,
0: and I enjoy watching them. But today I'm facing the other direction, which is kind of nice and refreshing. Um. So she's so vain. This topic, Sandy, you brought this forward, and I love. Um, do you want to share
1: the story of
0: why what
1: happened and what's interesting is actually you kind of play a part in that story because of the it kind of wraps all the way around but the story is uh a year ago it started with um well two different two things happened and then i had a i made up my mind on something the two things that happened were uh we talked about the happiness factor last week when i was in boise and i was out we we had we had moved there in January, it was April, and I was riding my bike, it was gorgeous, I was having a great day. And I thought in my head, oh, I can't wait to tell Garrett, my happiness factor is a 9.5 right now. This is a great place, I'm on the greenbelt. And I literally pulled my bike over to the side of the greenbelt, mountains, green water around me, and I f- turned my phone and I took a video pronouncing, because when I ride my bike, I think and I think, And I told about, I'm going to start something. I'm going to start a YouTube channel and a series about the happiness factor. I want to talk to people. I really want to share my learnings. This is going to be kind of my passion project. I've been thinking about this. Okay. So I went home later. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I captured that. And you know, I watched the video and all I could think about was the fact that my tooth was crooked. I stared at my tooth. It looked like a piece of popcorn coming out of my mouth. And all I could think about was my crooked tooth. And then I kind of looked at my arms and said, boy, your arms are fat. And so I was obsessing over how I looked in this video. And even though I still wanted to do the happiness project, this great declaration video and the beauty behind me, all I could focus on is how I looked and then fast forward and Amy's uh, national organization, the national organization of professional organizers. Did I get that exactly right, Amy, Napo? It's for productivity and organizing professionals. So yeah, you were very
0: close. <laughs> very
1: close, Napo, Napo. I yeah, yeah. Uh, was brought in to speak to their leadership group at their annual conference. Wonderful conference, um, absolutely loved doing it. And Amy, and they had professional photographers there, Amy took some video, I had pictures. And when I went back to look at uh, some of those, all I could think about was, oh my gosh, I am fat. And oh my gosh, you know, my wrinkles. And I was fat. the first thing I did, it wasn't about the content or it wasn't about, it was about how I looked. So the finale to the story of where it came from when she's so vain is I had decided, I have always done professional speaking, but I kind of picked up things when people asked me to. And I really wanted to do more public speaking on some very specific topics like the happiness factor, like life purpose, remember my name, I had different keynotes. But I decided that until I lost weight and straightened my tooth, I didn't think I'd be taken seriously. And I couldn't take myself seriously. And I literally made up my mind that until I lost some weight and I went in and got uh, the uh, direct smile which is similar to Invisalign, but uh, it's all 3D technology. And I worked for a year at losing weight and straightening my teeth, because to me, until I was going to do that, I didn't think I was going to be, I didn't want to be on the public stage unless I could bring forward my best self. So my comment to Amy with that story, when I shared that with her, because of course now I'm excited, because I did lose 15 pounds and my teeth are perfectly straight, is was that right or wrong? Is that self-care? Is that vanity? Does it really matter? And I asked my husband this that same night, um, that, that I had brought this up to Amy. And I said, if I was a, a man, would people expect me to be thinner? Would they, would they, would they analyze me as much or assess me on my looks? And he said, no, they wouldn't. And that's where the story and the because t- i've been living it for a year and it was good because back to developing content we, we moved a few times it, it, but the reality was i would be lying if i didn't say that i wasn't going to do public speaking or workshops seriously until i lost weight and straightened my teeth so am i so vain am i wrong that's, uh, that's what's going through my head Right. And when you shared this story with me the first time, I was like,
0: gosh, I don't remember that at all, Sandy. <laughs> so I remember you being up on the stage and I remember me thinking, "Wow, look at her go. She is awesome." You know what I mean? Like I wasn't judging you the way you judged yourself when you saw the video. So, I think we are harder on ourselves than um other people are. Mm-hmm. but i'm going to tell you i'm i have that same thread through me because right now i'm trying to lose a few pounds same reason i'm you know going into this role as president of napo and i know there's going to be media that i'm working with and i'm doing more speaking and all that stuff and i'm like i want to look good and but my coach was asking me uh, when I'm trying to lose weight, she's like, why are you trying? What's your reason? Why? What's your motivation? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Cause I feel healthy. I, you know, like there wasn't um, my blood works. Okay. And I feel healthy. So there's no health reason, you know, right now. (laughs) So I was like, after thinking about it, I'm like, it's vanity. I want to look good in pictures. I don't want to look at my photo and say, "Oh my gosh." And I, what happened was, I caught my reflection when I was moving um, my daughter in in Chicago. We, I caught my reflection and I looked horrible because it was moving day, right. and I was like, wearing grubby clothes. When I looked, I was like, "Oh my gosh." i need to do something more and that's when it hit me i was like it's a vanity that's why i need to lose weight i want to look better
1: so here we are (laughs) and and here's all these thoughts going through my head because i'm like you uh thinking about this there is also something for me about as i get older I know that some things I can't change. Like now I'm having troubles with my knee again. Right. And so, gosh, am I going to be out of commission for running? And I, one thing that goes through my mind is why don't I take ownership of the things I can control like losing weight and even my tooth Technology's gotten a ton better. I, you know, I, I wouldn't have had a, uh, uh, I've had braces twice, just so you know, when I was a kid. And purportedly, it was a small town. They tell me now that like he, that there's matching, you know, they pull teeth. He didn't pull the matching teeth. And that's why my teeth keep shifting. And oh, yeah, so I've had to have braces. I had to get them again on the bottom. And then they shifted again when I got older. Seven, eight years ago, I went in for an evaluation and it basically was going to cost me $35,000. and I have to take six weeks off of work because they were going to remove a tooth, do some surgery, get me back to normal. And I'm like, Oh, forget that. Technology's changed where literally I spent $1,900. I never saw an orthodontist in person. And they mailed me through 3d technology braces and my teeth were straightened in 10 months. So technology has changed, but I can change that does it mean there's a part of me that feels like as I age and I can't make the wrinkles go away. I can't change that I sathered in uh, baby oil at the Remsen pool, not worried about wrinkles. I, I can't reverse those things. I can't make my bones not hurt as much when I run, but I feel like I can control my weight. It's harder. It's absolutely harder, but I can. And hey, if the technology's there and I have the means, I can control my teeth. So part of me too, it's how I look, so it's vanity, but I also kind of feel like it's maybe things, the older I get, the more I realize that I can't control everything. So now I have control issues too. I have vanity and control issues. (laughs) Well, and, but part of it is confidence. And so
0: when we're speaking when we're doing that sort of stuff we want to feel good when we're out with friends we want to have confidence and one of the ways as women we are we're confident um, our clothes can bring us confidence like when we wear a certain outfit and we're like i look good in this outfit our hair brings us confidence our you know how how physical like if we went for a run that morning and we're like oh that was a great run that will give us confidence and so um some of it i don't think it's all vanity it's but it's those are the things that can give us confidence to be out in the world and feel our best and so we have to give ourselves a little bit of a break because um and plus the social expectations Is also out there. Uh, You know, like you were talking about, do men get the same critique? No, I don't think they do at all. I think men get a pass for almost everything, except for maybe if they smell,
1: then they don't get a pass for that. But they can have crooked teeth, they can have bad hair, they They can can have their stomach hanging out, and nobody says, Og, oh, or or in the back of the, I, I've heard it, women can sabotage each other too. Female speaker up on stage, well, who is she to tell me what to do when she can't even control her own weight? Or how is she to be looked up at, but, oh my gosh, you know, I, I can name, I'm, I'm not gonna do it, uh, men that everybody looks up to and it's the best person. Beaten. And in fact, the men are like, I'm trying to lose weight. It's okay, you're fine. And it's a different standard and, and, you know, their belly is hanging out and they're, you know, people say, gosh, I'm just worried about their health. I don't want them to have a heart attack. That's really bad to carry weight there. Well, are they worried about the woman speaker's health that's overweight and standing on the stage? They're worried about her um, discipline. Right. And they're, they're judging her expertise
0: by her looks. Like if she doesn't have it all together, then she's, probably not an expert in this area because she just doesn't have it all together whereas a man his his brain is naturally um I I don't want to say naturally I just want to like glorified you know like his expertise would be um honored despite everything else right yeah it's an interesting but I think there's a difference between um wanting to look your best and wanting to feel your best and vanity like and and here's an example that i thought of um when my oldest was moving into college i remember there was a um a vanity (laughs) but had a huge mirror above it and there was one of her neighbors new neighbors was over visiting this was her freshman year so she knew nobody nobody knew anybody and they're all kind of trying to get to know each other and the mirror was behind me and this girl was talking to me but she was watching herself the whole time and i remember being like what like i was looking at her and i was like what's going what what is she looking at and i kept talking to her and then Finally, I turned around and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a mirror behind me and she was watching herself. I think that's more of the vanity. And it's so hard, what I've discovered because like Zoom has raised my awareness of this, of how much I watch myself talk because I'm not used to seeing myself talk <laughs> and So like when we're doing this, I'm always checking. And I'm, But when we're in a regular meeting, I I have no idea what I look
1: like when I talk. So this. Like me staring at my tooth. Like, my gosh, what is it with that tooth that's moving all over the, that's all crooked and gnarly. Right. Who watches themselves speak? Who watches themselves talk? Right. And. Zoom, you're looking right at it. (laughs) I know. Exactly. Well,
0: I, yesterday, so somebody had told me, you know, turning off the self view uh, will, cause you can shut off just yourself and see everybody else. And it creates this, uh, you don't get as exhausted because when you're checking yourself out throughout meetings and stuff like that, it's exhausting. It, it's
1: just, and like, what's so funny is nobody else is looking at you. Cause they're all looking at themselves too. I know,
0: exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. So I did it yesterday and I'm
0: like, oh my gosh, that is a game changer, shutting off self view. And uh, because now I'm just looking at the person speaking or, you know, everybody else, but I'm not paying attention to myself, which I also have to be aware that I do have the camera on me, (laughs) even though I'm not watching myself. So anyway, that's just an interesting, but the mirror thing is a whole different uh, level of vanity when you have to be checking and it's and it's funny because I've noticed it a few times with people not very often do I have mirrors behind me and you know but when I do I notice that the people are looking at themselves in the mirror right
1: right (laughs) yeah go ahead no you bring up the zoom thing remember back to i keep thinking you know, i i'm saying this has to do with age and I, part of it is and i when i talk about technology is the fact that we are looking constantly at pictures of our you know we even if we're not taking them if you're with a group of people can you take my picture let's take our picture people are posting things you are surrounded by pictures you know when we were young we took pictures with the camera, we got them developed. And if we didn't like them, we would throw those things away and nobody would ever see them again. You know, it was, it was a whole different, remember running to the Photoshop to get the pictures and get the yeah. second set. And then you'd have 20 of the same one and maybe there was one good one, but it, it, but, but I have a distinct memory of, um, so I don't know, see, this could be a podcast in of, of itself and I don't know what to call it, but I have a chip in my windshield and, they did a little fix on it at the dealership and their comment was well you know pretty soon your mind's eye is so used to looking at it it forgets it's there it's there and i i will forget about it And about once a month i remember there's this little tiny chip right in front of my face but i never notice it because it's a brain game i think the same thing happens with ourselves when we look in the mirror okay so when you look in the mirror I think, Oh, I look great. You know, I don't see any, but now all of a sudden we see pictures or the tooth and you look completely different when you see those real things. And I remember when I was in college, I thought I looked great. I remember looking in the mirror and I put all this makeup on. I had the hair done. It was the eighties. I had the clothes and somebody took a picture of me out by my dorm room door on display and we had them developed and the person I, and it wasn't a, it was a very good picture that was taken, but I had gained weight, my makeup looked white, and how I looked in that picture was completely different than how I saw myself in the mirror. And it was kind of that mind's eye game going on. Right. Yeah. And now we have this in front of us all the time. It's like somebody's putting that 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 uh, that little chip in my windshield in front of my face every day and reminding me of it because everywhere <laughs> I go, we've yeah. got Zoom, we've got social media, we've got, Everything we do is on video, or and video is a whole different element, too, because rather than all smiling and taking it from up here, they're catching all angles. You see how big your butt really does look when you're walking. You see how your turkey neck comes down when you look to the side, and I feel like it's a constant reminder of my imperfections.
0: Yes, it's a whole new level of self-acceptance. Right. I mean, it is, it's not, yes, it's a whole new level of seeing your whole self and self-accepting. But speaking of that, like Zoom, I wear way more makeup when I do this podcast Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: we're Zooming and videotaping. Like, Contouring, I don't normally contour, but I do for Zooms because I have a double chin. And if I contour down here, it makes me look like I have a chin. <laughs> I put on lipstick so my teeth look a little whiter. You know, it's just, and it's it's because I can see myself and I don't want to <laughs> look like, because yesterday I had a Zoom call, funny thing, and I thought it was a regular phone call. And so I had gone out for my walk and I came in like five minutes before I was a little sweaty. I had my hair up in a ponytail, no makeup, you know, I'd been out walking and I sat down at my desk. I was like, oh my gosh, it's a zoom call. And I'm just like, Uh, all right, well, here I am. (laughs) You guys are getting me as grubby as I am. And it was fine, but you
1: you know, vanity versus self-care uh, Garrett, uh, see I'm gonna give my husband kudos here. He has never even when I gained weight, never did he say, "Boy, are you looking chubby He, he right. always made me feel like I was the most beautiful person in the world, right? And even right. as I age, he you know, my husband never would say, "Oh, look at those younger, you know he's really just very right. very I certainly didn't do it because I felt any pressure from him. Right. Now he's very honest if I were to say, "Gee, I think I'm gonna try to lose weight, his answer would be, "Oh how much do you think you want to lose? You know, curious, whereas women tend to tell each other, you look fine. You don't need to do anything, which right. is another topic. But his comment to me was when I was working on these things is I'm so proud of you to really care enough to want to do these things, to make yourself, to work on your, um, you know, to make yourself better. So you can feel better. Good for you. And I thought if it's vanity, wouldn't it come across like the girl looking in the mirror? Like, why are you doing this? Is it for somebody else? Is it because we're so comfortable in our relationship? But he was happy for me and in his mind. He's like, I really love it that you care enough that you want to make yourself better. You know, whether right. good so, for him, good for you, good for both of you. So is, I mean, is making yourself better vanity or cause we make ourselves better by learning, by having credentials. We make ourselves better in a lot of different ways is it, is it that bad to want to have straight teeth, look good on Zoom, look good in your clothes and uh, be able to be on the stage and have people say good things about you, right. <laughs> better things about you, be taken serious? Is that bad? Well, and I think
0: one of the things is you don't want that stuff as a female you don't want any of that stuff to distract from what you're trying to message Mm -hmm. and that's kind of my like whenever I'm picking out my outfits whenever I'm picking out um, how I'm gonna fix my hair that day it's like I just want it to feel natural and look normal so that people hear what I'm saying and don't wrecking see me um as an you know an anomaly of wow look how grubby she is look she can't take care of herself look you know like you just kind of want to fit in so people hear what you're saying instead of notice what you're wearing and things like that so anyway i had um speaking of clothes mm-hmm. you know we talk about like you think about steve jobs Mm-hmm. and mark zuckerberg and how they wear those same outfits as men and they can get Perfect. away with <laughs>
1: yeah
0: exactly and they're just um they they can do that and it's totally acceptable do you think a woman could get away with that
1: i don't think so you know i don't I think if she was on, here's a bad answer. I think if she was young and drop dead gorgeous, she could, you know, then you're trendy and you're doing something cool. Um, I I'm trying to think of an example. Frankly, some people that try to copy that, then they get told they're copycats. They're trying to be like, are the men ever told they're trying to be like um someone else i've always said okay so when i was at my public accounting firm we did a big open house i was probably 25 years old and i they said go it was when business casual just started being a thing it was in the mid 90s and we said rather than dressing up why don't we just all do business casual so i dressed the same as everyone else a pair of khakis uh, some type of a colored polo shirt, but what was interesting is nobody. A doctor of mine came in and I greeted him at the door just like everybody else did. I was a young partner at the firm, or close to. Maybe I was a manager, but I was showing him around. And at the end, uh, one of the one of my Partners said, oh, you, you know, you're my neighbor. You know, I didn't know you were, were new Sandy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he made the comment. He said, so she's the secretary here. And he assumed I was the secretary, even though he would never have assumed a guy that was dressed the way I was, was the secretary. And I'll never forget that because after that, I always dressed up a notch from the men always it was and in fact sometimes they give me a hard time like oh gee you know lane's going to the grammys over there but if it was if it was dress up i'd always take it a little bit higher or i was the queen of wearing dresses even when it was business casual would i make them fun add a pair of heels but after that comment was made i always dressed one i always erred on the side of dressing up than down because i was seen as a secretary
0: yeah interesting i think that was an 80s concept like i had that happen to me a few times of uh, like when i was telling our realtor we were looking for our first house and she was asking us what we did for work and um i told her what i was doing and she was like wow you got lucky with that job. And I remember thinking, Really? And I told Tom, I said, "Uh, I think we're changing realtors. Cause I'm like, who says that? She didn't say that to you. Anyway, It was very interesting. But anyway, but to clothing, I have a a interesting concept or it was a mind shift for me. I had done a TV interview like in January or something like that. And, you know, for this TV interview, I worn my favorite outfit. I was like, I'm going to look good. I'm going down there. Good. Yep. Knock I, it shared it. I knocked it out. I shared it on social media everywhere. And then, um, then I was asked to do a speak in February out in California to a group. And it's a group that follows me on social media. So I was like, hmm, what am I going to wear? And so typically I would probably wear that same outfit because, you know, it makes me feel good, makes me feel confident. But at the time, but I wasn't sure because I had put it out on social media. So I'm like, I should probably change my outfit, you know, wear something different. So I'm not wearing the exact same thing. Cause it was kind of a, not it was kind of flashy outfit or you know a very distinct. So anyway, during that period I'm teaching a class on minimalism. Okay. And we're talking about clothing. And I share this dilemma with the class of I'm getting ready to go for the speaking event. And I'm trying to decide if I need to buy a new outfit or if I wear the same thing that I put all over social media to this outfit. And, um, the class was pushing back on me. Like, what are you trying to do here? What, you know, and it was actually such a good conversation really? that I, I was like, "Love it." so they were challenging you in a good way. I know they were challenging me and they're like, Amy, it's okay. Wear the outfit, you know, because as a minimalist, which I am a little bit of a minimalist. I am not an extreme minimalist, but I do try to just keep what I'm using as much as possible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So don't look at my bookshelf behind me, but um, I, you know, I should be wearing the same things over and over, but I don't. Um, So anyway, I wore it to my presentation in LA and, you know, took pictures, posted pictures. Nobody said anything. Uh I don't know if anybody noticed. And um, I was like, all right. So I think it's okay. And I think about future events. And it happens to me all the time when I, um, I do this yearly conference. And sometimes, you know, I have to be on stage. And sometimes I'm speaking. And I always am thinking about what I wore last year and if I need to get new outfits because I don't want the same people to see me in the same clothes every year. <laughs> but I'm like,
1: who remembers? I don't remember what everybody wore last year. And back to, you know, would you would you remember that with a man? Hell no. No, absolutely not. Right. And a lot, well, back to the Steve Jobs, I go back to looking at speakers or people that do keynotes. The guy can come out in a pair of jeans with a belt and a polo and nobody would think twice, but the girl better come out in stilettos or a really cool dress. And, you know, even though that group, that minimalist group was very encouraging, that's very heartwarming to me because a lot of times I feel like women tend to be judgy of other women. Yes yeah there's a certain persona that hits the stage and frankly stilettos i i don't want to fall on the stage you know right and back with time i wore all those heels and i can wear more of the kitty heels now but now i've got a bunion to pay for it that likes to poke its way out and yeah. my feet are used to you know COVID hasn't helped here much either but uh there is a crossroads between vanity and comfort too so here's a funny amy durango i didn't know this they have a big festival called uh snowdown and they love to dress up in costumes here in durango colorado every day they told me you just watch every fundraiser everything they have a dress up but purportedly there was one year that durango was ranked uh voted the worst stressed city in America, and they actually love it, so they hold on to it, and they talk about it at every snowdown. we got to show them that they're worth it. <laughs> my vanity, it kind of drives me crazy because, I mean, it is Lululemon. It is, and, and, you know, I go to rotary meetings. I go to meetings, and I'm putting on, again, it's not a fancy dress, but back to that whole mentality of going mm-hmm. a notch up. I've had to really challenge myself and say, is this my vanity? Is this because I have a closet, I'm practical that I have a closet full of clothes. And I'm like, I don't, I, I have, I'm having a hard time and I I won't do it at this point. I just won't allow myself to go down a notch. I don't want to just live in jeans and, and is that a me thing, you know, or do you go to Rome and do what the Romans do? You know, do I start dressing like a cowgirl or do I keep wearing my dresses? Maybe get rid of the heels. Right. But yeah, I can't make, I, I can't get past that.
0: I think it's okay. I think being accepting of yourself and what makes you feel good is okay. But also giving that grace to everybody else. And so, you know I'm not judging them. I
1: think it's it's great,
0: good for them, good for everybody. Exactly. So if we can just give everybody the grace to be themselves, let them be who they feel confident being, leggings, jeans, whatever it is, or suits and dresses, I think um, I think that's where it needs to come from because then with that grace comes self acceptance for everybody. Like, I will feel accepted if people look at me and say, you know, you go for it. You do you, and vice versa.
1: Okay, Amy, I got to make sure we don't, I have to hear, because we haven't what? talked. Nope, I want to hear about Fashion Week. I want oh, yeah. to, because I just, okay. I, I'm going to give everybody a visual. I, the last uh, social media thing I liked for Amy, she had this beautiful blue dress on standing in front of this picture-taking Omaha Fashion Week sign. Hi. I saw some awesome videos of her son on the, the catwalk. And, you know, come on. Right. She's so vain. We're so vain. Tell us about it.
0: I'm telling you, this topic has resonated with me <laughs> because Fashion Week was happening. And that is about... I mean, people dress up to go there and walk the red carpet. And um, Trevor was walking the runway as exactly. what do you call it the
1: catwalk? Is it the catwalk?
0: It could be a catwalk too. Okay. I don't know what. I don't it is, know either. Was, I've never been there. Wrong word, I'm sure. I don't know whatever it is. But he um, was working with a designer from Chicago, and he had to go down and get and you know he's signed as a model mm-hmm. which for so a 17 cool. year old boy but a 17 year old boy who's very low on the self-care mm-hmm. like you know has had lots of a dirty upper lip and all that stuff Maybe I totally get it I, I'm with he's you like I have to look at him like okay it's time to shave you're, you're now growing facial hair. (laughs) Come on. You know, once every six months, it's getting a little grubby there. So his, like today I was over at the printer and he's got a male model grooming here that he printed off because he had a whole training session this week on grooming and how to take care of yourself. And so for me to watch him do this, it's been a little like, okay, I, w- I want to make sure you're okay
1: mm-hmm. and that
0: you still are um, feeling confident in who you are and they're not telling you you need to look different. You know what I mean? Like there's this mother nurturing, but right. the other piece of that was, Trevor, you need to whiten your teeth. Right. Trevor, you need to like... Um, we need to go get your hair taken care of, you know, it was this whole, so it, it was a huge struggle for me finding that, that uh, balance between encouraging him and making sure he's mentally in a good spot, and that he's not um, losing his confidence, because he's a very confident young man, so anyway, he's fine, he's doing well, he's loving it, I know, and it was fun to watch, but this vanity thing, you know, I think it's such a balance, and especially in that world, where um, they're they have they're supposed to look good, and they're supposed to take care of themselves, and they're supposed to be like this. One of the things that uh, was said is you're supposed to be a blank slate so that people don't see you, they see the clothing. So, you know, you have to be pretty, like no tattoos, no piercings, and your hair should be homogenous like everybody else's hair that's on the runway. You know, it's like taking the so, which I actually kind of appreciate that instead of them saying you're the show person. Right. It's more about what um what the designer wants to show, which is actually the clothing. So anyway, That's it was so fun. Good. I will tell you, it was fun to dress up. Haven't dressed up since February. Mm-hmm. Um, I wore heels, which I haven't really worn heels since
1: did the feet feel a little funny.
0: Um it was actually okay. They were my most comfortable heels. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it was okay. I had broken my toe in December. So, um, that along with COVID, <laughs> I just haven't had heels on forever, but it was good. It was a fun evening and, um, did a little self pedicure and, you know, I was like, uh, it was, it was fun. It was a good time. Um, but you know again lots of vanity there lots of people prancing around and looking good and lots of self-confidence too and uh, but also a lot of acceptance because there were people who was like oh i would in my mind i was like they're pulling that off really well i couldn't do that <laughs>
1: Back to choosing one one thing of this whole conversation, what it comes back to for me and help you. Thank you. You've been my, it's like my back in my days with running. It's like, it's podcast therapy. Um, Here's the conclusion I've come to through all this conversation is uh, there was, uh, I I, I thought of the term yet another, you know, I like, we always like to come up with these catchy terms for the podcast. Uh, Don't be a judgy Judy. My niece always says judgy Judy, people who judge others. You know what? Whatever your best you is, whether it's straight teeth or hair or fun walking, do what rocks you and be confident doing that, but don't judge others. Let them be them. It's just what you said a little bit ago. So whether you call it vanity, self-care, who was born with good genes, who works harder, it doesn't really do what is good for you and quite frankly back to my happiness factor throw it was the chicken and the egg I didn't have go to straight teeth and lose weight and was happy they all kind of worked together because I was working toward the
0: my authentic me right your best you that you've wanted yes
1: Yes. And so, but, but it's not for me to judge how people dress in Durango or gosh, if I was the mom, you know, I would never go to fashion. I mean, we've all heard these phrases, don't judge others, be your best you and encourage the people around you to whatever that is. And I love clothes. At the end of the day, I'll always love clothes. It's a, it's a guilty indulgence that will never go away. Right. Other people don't like them as much. It's just, it's an individual thing. When you talk about
0: happiness and what brings you happiness, that reminds me about five years ago, I was probably about 15 years or 15 pounds thinner. And, um, I look back at those pictures and I'm like, Oh yeah, I, you know, I like them. I looked much better, but I don't remember being happier. Like, you know, it did not bring me happiness. It did not bring me, um, like you know a lot of people are like i will be happy if i do this i will say it brought me more self confidence and more like i felt better about how i looked in clothes and stuff like that but it didn't bring me happiness that's not what
1: made me happy the reality with me was it made me so happy i love to be on the stage i love to be not to say to to get a message across that i feel strongly about you know i i And that, knowing that I wanted to do that, but for me and myself, it pushed me to do something else. So it was that hand in hand thing. And then as I had the aha moments, as I was developing the content and talking to people, it was fun to talk happy with people and thinking that if if I gave them nuggets to help them, that makes right. me happy, but it just, yeah, back to there are other times where I could say, yeah, I was really thin when I went through my divorce. I sure as heck wasn't very happy, but I probably right. looked the best in clothes and that's a little dramatic, but but that isn't it. It's not right. the what. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. How All right. Time Amy here. I about think about we're about. doing good.
0: We are, we're, um, at 40 minutes which is very good okay so our question today we only have one do you think judgment on women's looks eases up or gets worse as they age um you know what I don't so I could go both ways on this what do you think I I think it eases up a little bit with age, like with age, I think we get a little bit of a pass on, you know, uh, having to look our best and I don't know, what do you think?
1: My personal, uh, I think it gets worse as you age and I think people are, it's easier, there's more things that go downhill, you know, whether it be gravity, it's, there are more noticeable things that happen as you get older. And I think you start becoming invisible. Doesn't that sound terrible? You know how people get, when they really age and people start talking around them, I can almost sense that happening as I get older. Maybe I don't have as many interesting things to talk about. Um, <laughs> <That's not true. laughs> I, do, I do think I got more of a buy when I was young and uh, youth. I think there is something about youth and I think, you know what? I guess I could say both ways because the other side is, is I feel like people don't hold any, I feel like people don't notice me as, as much anymore as I get older, but I don't feel like they care as much anymore. Does that sound terrible? Like, oh, does it really matter anymore? Like, just, you know, if I let myself go, would as many people care if I wasn't on stage, right? Or if I wasn't pushing. Right. So I'm curious though, because, you know, I think about when you said
0: you weren't, you're not noticed as much, which I agree, because when I was young and working professionally, I was very noticed but i will say and i think this is the same for you i was one of the few
1: young females i i was always the first i always not only a female but i always did things young i hit milestones young that's a great yes so
0: i think we were at that age a bit of an anomaly you know like oh you know she's going for it she's putting herself out there she's young she's professional she's smart and and so, because when you said that, I think the focus on me at uh, both of my jobs was very high because I was working with a bunch of men and, you know, I was a young engineer and so, um, and female, and so they wanted, and plus, you know, they wanted a little bit of diversity and I was their, <laughs> some of, of right. their token diversity. But their eyes were all on me and advancing me and I felt very noticed and I felt very um, lifted up. Whereas now it's not the same because I think for the better, women are more um, more integrated. And so we're not as- An anomaly. I know, we're not as special as what we used to be.
1: <laughs> you know what mean? here's the other thing not trying to give, maybe we're giving ourselves too much credit too. We were the anomaly, but it was to their benefit to highlight that because see, here's our woman partner. See, right. look at it. She got this award. So I think I even got put on more of a pedestal because it probably made the organizations look better. Right. That, that you were doing the right thing, you know, without. Right. I- uh, but, right. but you know that feeling like you remember mm-hmm. that feeling when it's like oh my gosh you know you you did this and you're not even 30 years old yet and you have three kids at home and I I had this great story to tell and now it's a little bit I just you know are you retired you know oh cool you know it, it just it, but I think when you're used to that
0: as you age um we're a little bit more average now we're more mainstream and it's not are we don't get that attention which is okay that just means that our what we're saying needs to be resonating with people if that's you know what we're right shooting for so it's I think it's good I don't know Okay, are you ready for our wrap question? I'm just going to say this was a good discussion. Thank you. One of the other things I do want to bring up, though, was I have gray hair, and going this was a huge vanity vanity issue for me because um, I started turning gray when I was 35, and colored for you know many years and then um and i remember having the conversation because i was coloring every six weeks and it's expensive to get your hair colored every six weeks right right i remember having the conversation with someone about um about it was with a group of people about stopping coloring my hair and somebody said you know what My grandmother stopped coloring her hair when she was like 90 years old. And she was instantly old and died soon after. Oh my gosh. Somebody said that. I know. (laughs) And so I was like, all right, do I stop coloring my hair in my forties? Or do I wait till I'm in my nineties and keep going? Well, and what happened to me was I started getting irritated by the color. And so I'm like, I just have to stop. And, and because it was you know
1: I was having a reaction to it and so I stopped and it I heard Amy, and and now you're trendy because people are coloring their hair gray and plain. well and
0: that's one of the things that helped me go gray because I was like oh we have 20 year olds who are coloring their hair gray I think yeah. I can try this and thankfully my hairdresser was so sweet she's like Amy I'm only five minutes away She's like, call me if you change your mind and we can color it again. And so I was like, all right, that gives me permission to try it and and not be locked to it. So anyway, it's, it's much easier now. But I will say that was a huge, um, how old am I going to look when I go gray <laughs> versus coloring it and having natural hair color. All right. Let's get to our wrap question, unless you want to talk about gray hair. (laughs) No,
1: not that I don't. Not that I don't. After I've had us go over the one time, I'm I'm trying to stay on track here. I know,
0: isn't that the truth? We're doing well. Extended happy hour.
1: Um, Big accomplishment
0: last week. Do you have anything that you uh, any big
1: big thing you got done? You know, for me, September 1st, September 1st is similar to January 1st to other people. I've always looked at the back to school, the fall, my birthday, my birthday month is September. Oh, yay. And yay. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> my birthday month is September and I love fall. I love fall decor. And so I, I, this was the week, my big accomplishment was really getting all my fall decor out, cleaning up the house. My stepson went back to school and moved back to New York City, and we had the changing of the guards, and I feel like we just turned a page. So my accomplishment was getting my fall decor out. How about that? And I'm quite
0: happy. For you, you're a step ahead of me. I haven't done that, but it's gonna be like 90 degrees today, so I'm not quite there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I've been wearing a sweatshirt, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That gives you those feels.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, my big accomplishment is actually an accomplishment for our podcast. I got um, some resources and we were able to get onto Spotify this last week,
1: which I'm super
0: excited for us because we've kind of been doing uh, YouTube and social media for distribution, but now we're on Spotify. We're going to be looking for um, getting onto iTunes Mm -hmm. soon. So I just have to, you know, do whatever I need to do to get that done. And um, so I'm really excited about the future of this. And I had a friend text me this morning and say, you know, she listened on Spotify this morning. So I'm like, yay, we're out there and people can't find us. So that's exciting. So
1: exciting, Amy. Thank you. Ultra techie, professional. I I (laughs) learn all about Spotify now. That'll be a new app me so I know it's good
0: well Sandy thanks for this conversation I think the summary of this is this is about self-acceptance accepting others mm-hmm. and just being our best selves and it, we don't need to call it vanity we just need to call it
1: a celebration of who we are and one one last note uh, I did put out a vote for what our next topic is okay. going to be and the resounding, I, I think we ended up with 80 answers, and 68% chose I don't work with assholes. So Ooh, we'll just yeah. leave that little teaser right there. I love this topic.
0: <laughs> All right, this could go, we could go so many directions with that work, play. Hang out with the questions
1: going, people, and let us know. So, we want a good discussion.
0: Yes, very good. Well, thank you,
1: Sandy. Enjoy your great day and happy fall. Until next week. Until next week.